The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce is a business advocacy organization serving southeastern Berks, western Montgomery, and northern Chester counties, as well as the Route 422 corridor. Our office has been located in Pottstown for our entire 90-plus years in business since 1927. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chamber Chat with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Remember the last time you called your bank and heard... Press 1 to wait for the next available representative. Press 2 to leave a voicemail. Now, listen to the difference at the Victory Bank. Hello, Victory Bank. Jennifer speaking. Real people. No voicemail. Everyone deserves a victory. The Victory Bank. We exist to help our clients fulfill their visions and dreams. Member FDIC. Whether you're buying your dream home or selling the property you've called home for years, Freestyle Real Estate is committed to providing each client with exceptional services throughout the real estate process. Freestyle Real Estate was started in 2009 as an alternative to the big box real estate agencies in the Tri-County area and beyond. We cater to both buyer and seller needs and also offer residential property management services. But our goal isn't simply to buy, sell, or manage real estate. We go above that. Our mission is to provide you with one-of-a-kind professional services to help you successfully achieve your real estate goals. At Freestyle Real Estate, we are passionate about what we do and want to be your trusted advisor, a realtor you can trust for life. Visit us at www.freestyle.re.com to find out more about the freestyle difference. We are real estate for real people. Hi, everybody, and welcome into the interview portion of the Tri-County Area Chamber Chat Podcast. Once again, I'm Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I'm here with a guest today. Her name is Peggy Lee Clark. Peggy is from the Pottstown Area Industrial Development Incorporated. Peggy, welcome to the podcast. Why, thanks, Bill. Great to be here. Isn't this cool? You get it. Is this your first podcast? This is my first podcast. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> we have a lot of firsts at the chamber here, yeah. which is great. Um, so tell me a little bit about it, it, Pottstown Area Industrial Development goes by the acronym PAID. Is That's that commonly correct. used? or That is commonly we use, used should we use because something else? it is such a mouthful. It so is. So PAID is absolutely what everybody knows it as that knows PAID. Okay. So so first, we'll, 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 get, we'll dive into how PAID came to be. Okay. But tell us what PAID does now, please. So PAID is a 501c3 that is responsible for... Um, economic development within the 5.5 miles of the borough of Pottstown. Uh, we are not the borough, but we work closely with the borough, and we actually are the facilitator and the connectors between commercial developers and uh, the borough. So we work in that section between private and public. Okay. Well, you got quite a bit on your hands then. Yes. Yeah. So High Street is an exciting place these days. We really are seeing a great expanse um, and interest in the downtown. Yeah. And uh, that's where development is. I often say that Pottstown does have business and has had business for many years. On June 20th, we're going to be celebrating those individuals by the decade or those businesses uh, starting with 100 years ago. Uh, to the new wave of what we call the pioneers of progress. 
but it is June 20th uh, for the Tri-County Area Luncheon, and what has been missing for years is the window dressing and the downtown, and we're starting to see that come back. Mm -hmm. So you said businesses that have been here for 100 years? Correct. So who are some of those businesses? So uh, Dana is the business that has been here for 100 years, so I can't quite really... um, I don't want to reveal yet. Uh, those letters are of the winners are out there, but two that already know that they'll be recognized. Um, I'm not sure we told Dana, but obviously they've been here for 100 years. And then Video Ray, really for that first wave of the new pioneers. Mm-hmm. So that company will be recognized on Very that cool. day as Very well. Very cool. I love it. So how did uh, how did paid get started? I know we were before the podcast we were kind of saying it must might be a long and windy road, but uh, right, exactly. but let's uh, let's go down it. So uh, paid was incorporated in 1965, and um, it was really it's many private economic development entities were started around the Commonwealth. People saw the writing on the wall that manufacturing and traditional. Uh, industrial economies were going to be ever-changing and that people were going to need um, other places to work and that Pennsylvania was going to have to figure out how we were going to reimagine these industrial towns. Um, Unfortunately, like Pottstown is not alone. We've been reimagining for many years, but they were business leaders in the community. Many of them worked with the chamber. So there's always been a kind of symbiotic relationship between Mm -hmm. the chamber and PAID. Um, In 1980, or in the 80s, uh, PAID was responsible for the um, development of Circle of Progress, what's known as Circle of Progress today, as well as Pottstown Municipal Airport or the Pottstown Business Campus. So they really brought something um, new to the borough, which had not existed prior. And the borough continued to limp along and have a little bit of a development here and there after the 80s, but paid really shifted and waned and and there was never really any funding for paid and it was uh never had any staff it shared staff with the chamber but really frankly it was made up of business leaders and it was a paid it was an organization in a board uh, format so back in around 2009 2010 urban land institute came to visit in um, many of the stakeholders, the Hill School, Montgomery County Community College, the hospital, the borough, the chamber, they all put up money for a two and a half day visit from Urban Land Institute. And from that Urban Land Institute report, there was a series of recommendations. Open up the river, consider reestablishment of passenger rail, and you really need an entity that is not a government entity that is economic development. There's a lot of people in town that are doing small grassroots things, but you're not going to get there without an entity really leading the charge of commercial development. And luckily there was enough people with institutional knowledge that said, wait, we don't need to create yet another entity. There's already one that exists 
we need to just take it out of the vault, dust it off, and figure out how we're going to go forward. So there were bylaws that were written and an MOU that was agreed upon between the borough, the school district, and the Montgomery County Redevelopment Authority. All three of those entities have leadership positions on PAID's board today. And what they did was they had sold liquor licenses of nuisance bars to gain the money to go out and hire an executive director. Mm. So Steve Bamford, my predecessor, was the first executive director in the, the new reimagined PAID. So as executive director, what are you directing? <laughs> I know it's a somewhat direct well, question, but huh. yeah. Uh, no, seriously, what, what are all the aspects of this organization that you touch? So all of the aspects are really um, looking for and supporting businesses to come into the area. So that is mainly through site location and making the connections to government for um, things like L&I and zoning and trying to help people um, navigate those parts of it as well as county connections and also finding out where they need the most help for connectivity. So those are the first things I do. With businesses that are already here and looking for growth, obviously I make those connections to the county's workforce development programs or right here in town to workforce development and see how we can we are able to really support businesses so that they can grow and sustain within the borough. So that encompasses a whole lot of things. Uh, I spend a lot of time I always have referred to myself as um, an engagement person, and that's what I do. I am in the engagement management business, and so it's really about meeting people, hearing their needs, and figuring out how we can get those needs met. Mm -hmm. So as a 501c3, how are you guys funded? So we are funded partly from the public entities and the lead institutions here, but it is part of my responsibility, obviously, to fundraise. No 501c3 today exists. The way the borough, when paid, was reorganized, unfortunately, there was never any thought to how are we going to sustain this organization long term, and there was That's never minor, minor right, detail. There was no public commitment um, that said, you know, for ad infinitum we are going to support at this level so each year those as um, the public entities that have their own financial pressures that commit monies to paid um, have to really look at but most have seen the value in economic development because that is the only way that the borough is going to move forward and the school district from a taxing perspective to be able to raise revenue is to bring more business into the borough of Pottstown. Yeah, and I know getting the word out is a, a big, big thing. And you guys recently had a campaign. It's called I Pick Pottstown. That so is true. Yeah, so tell me how all that came to be and, and what you're doing with that campaign. So I Pick Pottstown was really about, we knew we had a story to tell, but how do you tell the story? And um, a group of leaders who get together at the Hill School were, um, we decided, okay, we needed a way, a format or a vehicle to tell the story. So it's really an economic development campaign and a business campaign. It's not just about 
the borough of Pottstown from an aspect of life, although quality of life is very important, it's really business driven. And so those entities all, we had VFC, Todd Palmer came out and pitched the idea of um, I pick Pottstown, Pioneers of Good Life. It resonated with the business leaders and the business stakeholders all started ponying up donations mm-hmm. earmarked for that campaign to get it off and running. So we had video vignettes. We had a large video where there was a gathering of um, a couple hundred people in the middle of Hanover and High on a beautiful day, and we shot the I Pick Pottstown video. Uh, we're actually tomorrow starting our second video series. Um, one thing that we heard loud and clear is they wanted it to be more inclusive. Uh, so we are we are certainly committed to that um, going forward. But it really is it is starting to resonate, and we are catching on. Um, it hasn't been something that's been easy. A lot of people have not adopted it early, but now more and more are embracing it. Well, I think, and, and why do you think that challenges? Do you think it's because of the preconceived notion of Pottstown? You know, because I, I, so I've been in this community since 99, and everybody would tell me what a great town Pottstown was back in the day. But in the time that I guess that I came in, it wasn't so desired, and the in the high street there was not very well mm-hmm. developed. This is the most progress I've seen since I've been here in '99. So, would you say that there was that reputation out there that we're constantly um, fighting against those perceptions? Yeah. Right? Some are true. Some are just left over, and people don't really understand or or don't want to understand what's going on in downtown Pottstown. It is a vehicle to tell the story, and I consistently say it's not about the people. I think we are challenged because people that have lived here for a long time or have an idea, and they truly are passionate about their town, but they don't, they didn't necessarily think, oh, I pick Pottstown. They didn't really, they didn't get it. It really isn't for them to get. They're already here. It is for people outside of the borough and in the region and further to be able to come and really learn about Pottstown. So we're really creating an awareness about Pottstown from it. Um, Certainly, we have made more strides in the last two years than we've seen in a very long time. Uh, Partly that was because of the 2008 real estate crash. There was already a little bit of momentum there and we've gained momentum every year but this has really been extended and people are really committing to these buildings and making investments all the way throughout the borough really well you can see that and you have a lot of great stores that are on high street there and and in the area too and i'll have you speak about those in a few Mm -hmm. moments but do you find that um you find that most folks are reaching out to you or do you have to reach out to people to tell the Pottstown story a little bit of both yeah. I think it has to be a combination. It's the power of and, right? Mm-hmm. It's not an either or. You have to, uh, there are people here. I, so I follow this uh, Facebook page, which is called Spoo, which is a standard poodle page. And what I've learned about people that have poodles, they usually don't have just one. And what I've learned about investors in Pottstown is they don't usually have just one project or one building. Oh, there you go. They have multiples. Very similar. So um, some of them are bringing people in, but there really is a handful 
that are doing just tremendous work. And uh, they buy a building, and then they bought another building, and they bought another building, and they're revamping them and putting viable businesses into them. So um, that's kind of a chain reaction. I guess, you know, at one point they found us, we found each other, and then it's just been multiplying their particular properties. What has been, um, what is challenging, obviously, is to get to keep that momentum going, and you can't stop going outside for that. Sure, sure. So can you give me, again, you were talking about all the great businesses that are coming to the area. Can you give me an example of some that have really just, you think have gone above and beyond to make Pottstown their own and really want to be those pioneers for change? So absolutely Video Ray. I mean, I don't think we can not acknowledge them. I mean, Video Ray LLC, they came into town and there was pretty much nothing here in the downtown, um, and except for the river and except for the theater. And that's really what brought them here was affordable real estate uh, with a nice environment. They liked the trail, they liked the river, and they liked the theater. And that's how they knew Pottstown, from being at the theater. Hmm. So I think, you know, we have to give a lot of, they really took a leap of faith, the, those initial people. Um, from there, I would say most recently, I would say that um, the people who have invested in the farmer's market, they have done a tremendous job. E.G. LLC, Steve Everett and Dan Glennon, they came, Steve's from Delaware County, they came with one idea, we want to open up a private car club. And they looked at a few properties and next thing I know, they were buying properties right and left and they were making things happen. So Red Horse Motoring Club opened up last year. That is a car club for aficionados or just people that like to hang out in a beautiful space. So that's a membership club. They opened Splitting Edge, which was the former Ellis Mills building, axe throwing. They have a brew pub going next door to that. This weekend they just opened Little Jim in the New York Plaza, which is a, I guess, tumble place mm -hmm. for young people. Um, there is a deli, Montesanos, that is going into the other space on um, the other half of that building, New York Plaza. So they have really, I mean, you talk about all in, they are all in. Mm. Now, from a perspective of businesses like Turn 5, Turn 5 has been here. They are based, their headquarters is in Chester County. But they've always had a presence here in Pottstown, in fact, up at Circle of Progress. They needed to expand. So they went to people who have been here for a very long time. Bob Gooley owns a triplex over on Shoemaker Road. He owns a strip center out there, Motel 6. He's put a lot of money into the Motel 6. They, they totally redid that business a couple of years ago. And then they took the old Save-A-Lot, adaptive reuse for supermarket space, and turned it into a modern workplace, which is now a call center. Turn 5 did that because they need to more than double their workforce here. So that's a really important story to tell. 
they were here they've been here they wanted to stay here yeah there was no sense in relocating if what is needed is right in the community here correct and they liked it and they like they have a younger workforce now and they like what they see here cedarville engineering you can't say enough about um, april and her team who came in and took a building that had been empty on the third fourth and fifth floor for 20 plus years needed asbestos remediation nobody wanted to touch it now that building has been fully remediated and they have a beautiful headquarters on the fifth floor which looks over the borough it's a beautiful view from up there Sharon Modestine plastic supply we were very grateful for them for many years they couldn't find a building that would work into their next phase but we are lucky that Hard Hat Services, she's a woman-owned electrical contracting company, she took the building, totally revamped the building, um, has another modern workplace, just beautifully, aesthetically pleasing, and also employs uh, about 30 people. They also do training, there are jobs available. Contrast metals, there's room for the traditional too. So infrastructure, steel, architectural steel being done right in the old footprint of Bethlehem Steel. So he does a wonderful job, totally committed to the borough. There's a lot going on here. I mean, uh, yeah, we could I, talk for four or five more hours. I know. I'm sitting there just listening to you talking. You're just example after example after example, and I think it's, I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful because the, the high street, again, it was kind of a lost street that I never went on. But then all of a sudden, we've, I've now been to the Axe Throwing. I've been to Pottstown United Brewing. I've been to the Kiki Bar. And I'm about to go some other places. Good. So um, can you, can you uh, speak if, uh, to some of the future plans or things that might be going in without divulging too much? So let, let's think about this. It's always a... It's always a uh, I have to always uh, walk a tightrope here. Sure. Um, I think that there's no specific plans, but there is a project that's a really interesting project down along the river, which is Keystone Boulevard. And right now what Pate is working on um, is advocating for less than a mile of roadway that really is in West Pottsgrove Township, but it would connect Keystone Boulevard, Pottstown's Keystone Boulevard, through West Pottsgrove, to the Stowe Interchange, which would really make a difference. There is an area along there that is 13 acres, 13 parcels, nine different property owners. It's 103 developable acres when you stitch it all together. It's a project that Pate has been working on for a very long time. We are looking for somebody to come with highest and best use. We'd like mixed use. We'd like to have business components, office space, uh, residential, high-end residential, recreational facilities. It's really beautiful across from the trail and the river. Um, I can't say enough about it. And really land that has been left fallow for many years with the exception of one business, which is um, Heritage. Uh, The Lankfords have been wonderful partners to Paid in Pottstown. They have a thriving funeral car business, and they also have a business that operates an auto body business that operates there. 
they've employed people and they've done very well there over the years. J.T. Welke has also done well there, but for the most part that land has been unutilized or underutilized. So it's a huge project, uh, but it really is a catalytic change for Pottstown. So I would fully expect your phone to ring after we release this podcast, right? Because this will go viral. And then uh, you'll get start getting some phone calls. No, but in all seriousness, I hope right. that, I hope somebody who is listening maybe has a connection or maybe they are that individual who is looking to invest in Pottstown. Obviously, it'd be wonderful for us. Right. Yeah. We'd so, love it. Yeah. What else would you like to tell me about PAID? PAID is constantly involving, um, evolving. I really am glad for this opportunity because I think that PAID, like Pottstown, has an awareness problem. So thanks for the opportunity to talk about PAID because we are here to help. And I think that there's a lot of people that would make testimony to there's really something to be said for an entity that can work with both the private and public sector. Yeah. Well, you're welcome for being able to tell the story. And this is, I think, been the situation for a lot of our members who have volunteered to do the podcast. Again, it's complimentary if you if you are a member of the Tri-County uh, Chamber. But, you know, arguably, as much programming as the Chamber has, we all don't get out to all the events. So it's a great opportunity to get a chance to know another member and, uh, like you said, to get your story about uh, paid out. So it's so good. Great. Anything else you'd like to share? Uh, just come see us in Pottstown. You will not believe how much is going on. I forgot. Oh, the yep. blue elephant right downstairs. Blue, how could I forget yep, that? Yeah, go ahead. Talk about the that. The blue elephant. Um, our restaurant that has been vacant, uh, the old brick house space, the owners of this building that we're sitting in right now are restaurateurs by trade. The Samba Songs have a long history and they are well thought of in the area. They have a flagship restaurant called Ozzy, which is in uh, media. It is well known and really was one of the initial restaurants that brought media around and we are really excited by the end of the summer they should be opening their doors and it will be called Blue Elephant and the designs we have seen I've had their food it's fantastic it will be Asian Italian that is the fusion Mm. and I think that it is just one more reason why people should be coming out to Pottstown yeah I wasn't sure whether I could talk about it or not because when I was when I was walking in the building they were working very hard on the interior of that yeah I would not speak about it unless the Samba songs themselves had been, they've been out talking about it to people. So it is probably the best kept secret at this point that's not a secret. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for those who haven't been inside that location, it was an old bank branch, correct? That is correct. And then it transferred to be uh, what was known as the Brick House. And the Brick House was for 10 years and, and he was a tenant until... Uh, he decided to go elsewhere, and so. Um, but it's it's beautiful inside. Very tall ceilings, and the old bank vault is still in there. Do you know if it'll still be in there? It will still be in Very there. Very cool. Love yeah. it. Love yeah. it. Yeah, it will be really beautiful space, and they are known for their delicious food and just phenomenal design. That's great. We can't wait for it to open. So, Peggy, thanks for being on today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, thanks everybody for downloading this episode of Chamber Chat. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now. Thank you again for downloading this episode. 
If you would like to stay in touch with your Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website. That's tricountyareachamber.com. You can also follow us on social media, on LinkedIn. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. You can also pick up the phone and call us at 610-326-2900. A live person will pick up the phone. It's once again on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, please consider subscribing to this podcast. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. So again, subscribe to this podcast and also turn on notifications where you'll be notified of new episodes. The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, serving the greater Pottstown area since 1927.